At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. to the From the Shadows podcast. I'm your host, Shane Grove, and with me again is the super producer, Jason. Greetings, everyone. <laughs> you know, that the greetings, that kind of makes me all warm and fuzzy. I forgot how, how good that is every time you say that. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, we, you know, Jason and I were just kind of lounging around tonight, not not together, but we were just kind of lounging around, not doing anything. <laughs> no, not together. <laughs> and uh, and um, we, um, I got a message through uh, through Instagram, which you know, I tell everybody, hey, if you got a story you want to tell us, uh, you know, or just anything paranormal, cryptid, you know, get a hold of us on our uh, Facebook page from the Shadows Podcast. You can get us on After the Shadows which is our forum page on Facebook. Find me at Shane Grove author on Instagram or our from the shadows podcast, Instagram page, or go to the website from the shadows podcast and hit the contact, um, hit the contact button, send us, send us an email. And tonight, lo and behold, like I said, just kind of lounging around. It wasn't like we, we didn't have a interview scheduled and like the, the, the heavens opened up. And God, uh, you know, came down with his uh, golden touch and said, surprise, guess what you guys are going to get? On Instagram, I got this amazing message about this uh, incredible, uh, incredible sighting. And um, so I got Jason out of his, uh, you know, I don't want to tell everybody, but I think he was probably lounging around in his underwear and T-shirt watching <laughs> watching Happy Days reruns. But um, put your clothes on. <laughs> put your clothes sometimes. Hey, 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 Sally, we haven't introduced you yet, Sally. You're not allowed to say that. But but, but so so we decided to bring Sally, who reached out to me for, on Instagram. Sally from Northern California. Welcome to the From the Shadows podcast. Welcome, Sally. Hello, Jason. Hello. Hello. 
so so Sally, um, give us give our listeners, I mean, a little bit of uh, background about where you're at and and, and what right. you and what your interests are because I think it. I think you're you're kind of a you kind of have a passion about the subject, and uh, let's let's get into the story that you told me. All right, um, I live in kind of a rural area of Northern California, Humboldt County, and um, my hobbies is I I like to raise chickens, and I got my two boys that I'm raising, and we we live in the country. We just do whatever comes mind pretty much we're free 24 7 <laughs> and um a couple years ago i just got into got into this bigfoot thing i can't remember exactly what triggered it but um yeah i was just I th- actually you know i think i was walking down a trail a trail in the redwoods there's an avenue and like we were walking down one of the trails and i looked down and just seen this giant footprint um <laughs> There were actually two feet print there, actually. It was really kind of crazy. There was two of them, and um, I took a picture of them, and then from then on, it's just been this big deal <laughs> for us. Um, every spare minute we get, the dad's not at work. We all head out and go Bigfoot hunting. Wow, that, you, you sound like a pretty cool mom, because that's, yeah. not, that's <laughs> not what I got to do growing, growing up. <laughs> yeah, trust me, they have their dishes and stuff. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So, so where you're living is, um, I mean, that's like a that's a notorious hot spot for for Bigfoot. Yeah, I guess I've heard of a few times. Um, people, there's been a few uh, a few things I've heard about around here, but um. I don't know. I talk, I talk to my friends about it. They kind of just laugh me off, but they think I'm foolish. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't even think it's cool. They just think it's kind of it's kind of uh, it's kind of crazy. Well, they're my friends, so they'll listen to it. But <laughs> you could I could just see it in their faces, you know. <laughs> like they, you know, you know how people are. If they've never seen it with their own two eyes, they just they just doubt it, you know. So, a lot of people are like that. Anyway, so so what you saw the uh, the footprints for your very for your very you know for yourself there that yeah. that kind of convinced you that okay there is something to all this. Well, it just yeah, it just became a fascination. So um, I started looking up on the um, the uh, the BFRO. I go on that a lot, and I look up all the sightings that people put on there. And um, there was one just back in January that somebody had posted about hearing a, hearing a howl scream come from the forest right there on the same trail where I found the footprint. Amazingly enough, I was like, whoa, <laughs> two, uh, two dings in, in one bill. And I was like, okay. So um, I went back there and I've looked, and, you know, there's all the tree bins and the all the weird stuff, which I think the tree bins are pretty significant when it comes to the Bigfoot and finding him and like finding ways to track him or to get close, um, to know what the tree bins are. Um, I believe that they are to um, create coverage, like to hide him more. Like when the trees get so tall, all the bottom branches aren't really so plush. So they take the tree and they bend it down to, you know, bring the plush part to where it blocks any view, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, that's interesting for sure. So, you want to hear my story about this late, this uh, back in February here? I'll, I'll tell. Oh you. yeah. Oh no, we don't want to. We don't want to hear that. I mean, Jason, Jason just, Jason just got dressed. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's good. I think I can talk a little more comfortably now. I know you got your clothes on. <laughs> so it was a Saturday in February. Um, a girlfriend of mine and her wife had invited me up to their property, um, which is, I'll go ahead and tell you, it's located about about 12 miles west of Redway, which is a little bitty town through the Avenue of the Giant. And um I started driving up this windy road, and uh, it was just—it was oh, about 3:30 in the afternoon, so it was—it was, it was going to be dark, you know, in about a couple hours. So I was trying to get there, like I almost got lost. This is how far up I'm going and to the nowheres. And um, I get her—I get a signal. I get her on the phone. She tells me where she's at. Like I put in the driveway, and I see all kinds of all kinds of Bigfoot, you know, uh, Bigfoot enthusiasts would be like, oh my God, Bigfoot's here somewhere. And so I knocked on the door and she, um, she answers me, go, the first words out of my mouth, I'm like, you not know anything about Bigfoot, would you? And she's like, she's all, oh, well, what makes you ask that? She kind of chuckles and she goes, come on. And she says, we'll eat dinner. And she says, I got something I want to show you. I was like, no way. I'm thinking, no way, right? <laughs> like, what could you possibly show me? I haven't you know like other than the real thing <laughs> and um she <clears throat> she makes the dinner we eat it and um it's about like 45 minutes before dark and we had she opens the back door and she turns around and she looks and she says no you have to be very quiet we're gonna walk down this trail in my backyard and you have to be quiet because I don't you know like you don't want to you don't want to spook away what I'm going to show you and I was like can I bring my phone and she's like a lot if you want to see what I'm going to show you. I was like, hmm, didn't really, wasn't really any more questions after that. I was like, okay. So, <laughs> um, we had, uh, we had down this trail with like a bunch of pokey bushes on each side of it. It's not very wide. It's like, like three foot wide. Like just, just enough for you to walk down without scratching yourself on the holly. And, um, from the, from the very beginning of the trail, you look down, it looks kind of like it closes off at the end of it. Like it, there's, like it just becomes a dead end with bushes, like so it narrows. But when you get to the end of it, it opens up into this giant garden. Like there's, it's like some a normal person's front yard, like huge wide. And um, normal person that was funny, huh? <laughs> okay, <laughs> normal person's front yard, just an average size front yard size. <laughs> and um, I just. I, when we got to the end of it, I, I looked up and like there they were. They were standing there. There were three of them. They were just—I mean, I can't even put into words. I'm blushing just talking about it right now. It's, I haven't told very many people this story, so <laughs> um, it was just amazing. I never ever believed or that I would ever get to see anything like this in my lifetime. It's every Bigfoot hunter's dream, really. <laughs> Makes uh, made me feel really big and like powerful, like seasonally like that. I almost felt like screaming, "I love you, Bigfoot!" But you know, you can't. <laughs> she told me I had to be quiet. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so, so okay. So you're you're walking down this path, and there's no indication of what it is that you're gonna see. I mean, no, uh, yeah. no like no. like maybe you're gonna see a wood carving, or maybe you're gonna see. You know, I was thinking, I was thinking maybe like a like a den or like a like maybe some really cool tree tree like bins and artwork or something, you know. Yeah. Like a okay. house by Bigfoot or something. <laughs> I wasn't really expecting the him and his wife and his kids, so to say. You know, I just wasn't expecting that at all. But they were there. They were just standing there. He was standing there with his nose up in the air, like um, smelling the air. It looked like to me. Um, if you want, I can show you the details. I don't know how long you got. <laughs> Well, we we got until you get all the details. I mean, that's so yeah. So so tell us as you stepped out and like what you saw and you know kind of what was going through your head and I mean, oh, what kind of reaction did he have when uh, when he <laughs> noticed you were looking at him? I peed my pants. Actually, I'll be honest with you. Oh, most people I would. Embarrassing of this event. Yeah, I um, didn't realize I uh, wet myself today. Um, yeah, it was uh, I, it was a matter of probably maybe like thirty seconds, maybe forty-five seconds, the most of visual experience of them. And I, I didn't. I was I was halfway back to the house before I realized that I, I started to get wet. <laughs> I started to get cold. My pants. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? But I mean, I I don't really like if that's something that's like supernaturally that they can do to like people or creatures or other animals or whatever just like so that they know that they're there like the smell of your urine so to say would like give them the alert that you're close or something's close I don't know but like his nose went up in the air and his top lip curled up and it was just so amazing I, I was like oh my god he had these huge canine teeth like big, huge, yellowish canine teeth coming down over his bottom lip. Ooh, it was boy. so looking. It was just amazing. And his his woman was <clears throat> knelt down with a with a toddler. Like my son's five, and um, the littlest the littlest big Bigfoot there was maybe just a little bit bigger than him, which he's he weighs he weighs fifty pounds. So I don't know if he picture that in your mind but um, my friend told me that um the baby excuse me <clears throat> that the baby had only been there um maybe this was like the second winter so okay. um, she had noticed mm -hmm. the baby there um the the significance i think of the food like this the food being prominent there for all those years that might have been why they had the baby i'm guessing she said, "Cause there was there was there was uh it was only the one that she knew of when she first moved in, and then there became more action. You know, where she could hear one, hear something over here, and then on this side of the yard, and then something over there. So then there, she realized there was probably two of them. And then <clears throat> after, excuse me, my case, <laughs> um, after all the years of um, tending the garden just to keep them away from the house because they would." Um, they would literally throw rocks and at her house and bang on the walls and stuff when 
especially when she'd bring home fresh game. I would she'd go hunting. Uh, she'd make in her in the back of in the back of her house in the loft and not the back of her house, the back of her back part of her house, uh, yard in the loft and she'd hear them. Sorry, I'm outside. Allergies are gonna drive me crazy. Excuse me. Um, but no, that was what she was saying to me. Anyways, was that that um, they were getting to where she was overwhelmed, <laughs> you know, like she just wanted to kind of push them away from the house, but them, and that was how in the garden. So it was like ten years, ten or eleven years or so she'd been growing the garden, and that was yeah. I, I, I believe that's why they have the baby too, because it makes sense. I think all creatures are like that. What do you think? Like, if the food source is abundant, then they have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if they have yeah. a plentiful food source, it only makes sense that, yeah, they want to settle down in that area. It's remote. They don't have to worry about a lot of people. It seems like a good time to procreate. Yeah. Now, um, so from the time, so from the time she moved into that house, so she these creatures made contact, basically let her know they were there. Uh, well, the one, the one thing for sure, she said there was definitely the one. Okay. There were even times when she, it, it would, it, she could, would have swore it was looking through the window. Like she, <laughs> that was just too close for her. She said it was, like, it was making me really uncomfortable, she said. So, which so I can understand. <laughs> so, I mean, she never, so she never, Ask somebody to come out and, and kind of investigate. She never asked anybody to come out, maybe try to drive them away. She just kind of took it upon yeah. herself to to come up with a solution. And her solution was, I'll grow a garden far enough away from the house that they'll stay away from me. That's kind of a, for, you know, for somebody that, Sounds like they were kind of surprised by any of this stuff. That that actually is a pretty pretty good solution to a problem, you know. Well, yeah, she didn't really want to know. She assumed that it was that. That's what it was. I mean, there's really she said, there's nothing else that. I mean, even when you just look it up and you just Google something throwing rocks at my house, it just instantly pops up with Bigfoot. <laughs> So it didn't take you know long for me to get the desk that that's what it was. Did she uh, ever tell you that I don't know they're trying to communicate with her to the is it like um, were they trying to be hostile or was it more inquisitive? Were they were trying to figure out what she was like she was trying to figure out what they were or maybe they they just knew she the smell of it like you know how when you if you've ever skinned a deer like the smell. The game mm-hmm. smell that it, it's well, yes. I think that it had food. They knew that she had the, the the guns and the the things to get the food, which maybe uh, I don't know what time of year it was when she moved in there. I, di- I didn't ask that, but thinking maybe that it might have been a scarce time. It might maybe there is a lot of people that go hunting up there. Maybe it was hunting season. Who's to say that that you know that's why they came. They wanted her to like, I'm thinking maybe they wanted, because she was by herself for the first three or four years, she said, before her wife moved in with her. Um, But they, I'm thinking that maybe that was just, uh,
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. They just were hungry, and I think they just wanted to let her know they wanted some of that meat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that makes especially if it's hunting season, maybe they don't want to be out in the woods with all those guns. You know? I mean, I mean, listen, deer seem to almost know when it's hunting season. Why wouldn't uh, why wouldn't Bigfoot? You know what I'm saying? Um so so okay, so you're you're standing there and you're standing there. How close were you to the uh to the to this family? Oh, not far. I was about 30 feet, I guess you could say. The garden, she said, was 20 by 30. And I was on one one end, and they were on the far end. Okay. And so they obviously knew you were there. Did they... Did they make eye contact? Did they uh, make any mo- like? What was the reaction to her? You coming back with her? Um, he, the big guy, he he uh, kind of after he put his nose in the air, I could tell that somebody different was there. I'm I'm thinking. She told me she lost interest, you know, years ago about walking back there and just seeing him anymore. She said I just let him do the thing, kind of let him stay wild, you know. And she said, um. I think after he smelled the different smell of me, um, I think I'm thinking that he was like, okay, so I smell her and I smell something, somebody else, so I'm just going to bail. He, he kind of reached down and tapped, tapped Mama, I'm guessing, on the shoulder, and Mama picked up Baby, and they just kind of nonchalantly walked back into the forest that was on the other side of the garden. There. And it was oh, that's... 30, 45 seconds worth of a visual woe. And that's fascinating. Yeah. So, I gosh, can you imagine being so bored with uh, with no. being able to see it that you just didn't even bother to go back there? No, oh, yeah. that would never happen with me. I'd be back there studying them. <laughs> yeah, and see, that's why they don't come around you, Jason. Because yeah, I've never seen just... one. Yeah. No, you're gonna close that. <laughs> so one day maybe, but I haven't seen them yet as of yet. So so describe like how big the the male was. Oh god, he was huge. Like I'm gonna say ten foot tall. Like he was big. There was there was like um Oh god, how do I describe like how tall how I could tell how tall I was and just being so close, like the closer you are, the bigger they look, I'm sure. And but people when they say that they look oh eight six to eight foot tall, I mean that's a young little one I'm imagining because this guy was huge. 
and yeah. tall, five foot wide. I, don't, I couldn't tell. Couldn't have been a whole lot of fur because as he was walking away, I could see the muscles like as his hair would would uh, flap to his walking. I could see the muscles behind his or underneath his um fur. I could see him moving, like the whole texture of his body, and just amazing. Wow. <laughs> now and and so, how big was the uh, like the one you're calling the mama compared to the male? I'd say she was probably about half his size. That's, hmm. that's, I know that's why I was guessing it was it was the the woman because I didn't get to see the front of her. Um, as I when I walked up, the her back was to me, and so was the baby's, and they were leaning down in the same like bent down in the same spot digging for something now did they make did they make any noise or anything as they turned to to leave no all the way home though all the way down the mountain on my way home i um pg and he had chopped up a bunch of wood and dropped some trees and they were there was like wood lengths along the road to pick for people to pick up and i was gonna hop out and grab some of those to bring home with me and <laughs> i could hear them I could hear him down through the gulps on the other side of me, because the mountain's like um, up above me, over ways, and I could hear him in the gulps, just right down below me, just whooping and whooping and hollering, and I was like, oh my god, I'm going home. (laughs) Wow. So, did you, um, you said that uh, you got a chance to examine one of their prints when they they left, when you guys were in that area. Yeah. Um, What was the, like, how big was the print? And then that, what? How deep was the impression? Because I know that thing. If he was ten feet tall and roughly five feet across, I mean, he was probably very heavy. It was twenty-one inches long. Twenty-one inches. Wow. Yeah. Good grief. That's, <laughs> it was twenty-one yeah. inches long, and and it was like, I'd say maybe three inches deep. The, the oh yeah. Where we we're at, but it was, yeah, it was. A, it would have been a great casting impression. I just, you know. One of those things where you just you don't. She just told me she's gonna show me something. So I didn't have time to like prepare. You had no idea what it was. Wow. <laughs> I didn't really think. I thought I was thinking. Oh, I was thinking. I was thinking. Oh, wow. You know, like this is gonna be me. You know, but I never would have thought it was actually gonna be that. I was, I was honestly thinking she's gonna show me like, <laughs> like I don't know, some tree bones or some neat braided vines. <laughs> I really didn't know. So, so is this is this area like where this uh, where she lives? I, how how remote is it as far as neighbors? I'd have to say the nearest neighbors probably. I think she's the only one on the mountain. Um, the whole mountain's hers. So, like I'd say probably maybe ten miles. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's not like it's um. It's like the only pe- person they got to worry about is her. Right. Okay. Uh, it's on, right. on that side, on that, well, at least on that side of the mountain, I know that it's just her. Okay. Like now, lost. There was no other driveways. The only reason I was able to find it was because there was no other driveways but one. <laughs> so I was like, she's like mm. the only driveway, and I was like, okay. So I just kept going. And I found the one driveway. And I was like, it must be it. <laughs> but yeah. So you, so you had to have a million questions for her. I did. Right? I just didn't have all day to ask them, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so she's 
she's like what I would say is like so she's never attempted to like take a picture, get video or anything. She just kind of lets them be. She had tried. <laughs> she said, "I've tried even solar powered cameras." She said, "I've even things that didn't have batteries or anything in them." I even tried that. She said, every time I approach back there with any kind of um, anything to capture evidence with, she says, "It's it's never they're never there." Like they they just it's like hmm. <laughs> they're always back here the summer days she'd say but but they're whenever I bring a camera or like my phone or they're they're always gone. So, so like they can they can sense that 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 stuff is apparently yeah like just yeah I think so <laughs> that was my guess with the way she was that's why when I said hey can I bring my phone she was like not if you want to see it I'm going to show you. <laughs> so, well that's... that. That goes hand in hand with what we've heard from other guests. I mean, uh, they set up trail cams, uh, have them camouflaged, and and they can't catch any um, any footage at all. So, I think they're super sensitive to the sonar sonar that comes from electronics. Mm-hmm. I think they're super sensitive to it. Like they have like really great hearing, and I think it just really messes with them. It's, it's almost like nails on a chalkboard to us, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that their senses are a lot more heightened than what uh, the human senses are. Yeah. Huh. That's just uh, this just amazing to uh, to just have her say, "Yeah, I've tried, and I can't, I can't get it, get, can't get it. because it does. It goes. It really does go hand in hand with everything we've heard of, and everything you see and you hear on every other show that you know trail cams are about useless and. Um, I think they only, and and right there is a prime example. You only really see one if they want you to see it, mm-hmm. unless, unless it's a, unless you're driving down the road and one's happy. You know, yeah. 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 I think I think when you, I think if you see one out in the open in a in a situation like that, it's only because they want you to want you to see them for sure. Yeah, I imagine he knew he knew that she, she was coming, like because I mean, well, probably the second she, second she opened the door, right? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, how could he not? How could you not know that that was the sound and the and then the result of you guys coming down the uh, the trail? What was going to happen? You guys were going to come into the garden, you know? And uh, I was just really envious. I was really really jealous of the fact that. She had she had that friendship with him like that, but even though she didn't spend no time communicating or trying to get to know him, she was still so much closer than we are, you know. <laughs> like mm-hmm. she could do whatever she wanted to, and they would trust her to do it. Obviously. Wow. Well, other typical behavior is uh, earlier you had mentioned how she says that they used to come up before she made the garden. They used to come up to her house and uh, look in the window or, or or beat on the side of the walls outside. And uh, that's also behavior that we've heard from other guests. I think and that's why she got the property so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I think people that she bought it from were like, oh, hell no. <laughs> they Well, yeah. Can you imagine if, if something was up messing around with your house every night? I mean, yeah, yeah. you would. You'd want to get out of there. Yeah. That's why I think gifting is important. I think that if you have a Bigfoot that you think, like I have one I think that lives down this across, I mean, I'm going to start doing these YouTube or either YouTube or Instagram videos on 
since you're following me, you can follow with me, um, of my property. I do believe that there's one that lives back down below me. And I, I believe that if there's a wooded area, mm-hmm. that there's a Bigfoot. I don't think that there's very many wooded areas that they're not, they have, they don't at least pass through, you know. Oh yeah. I think that's how they travel around is uh, through the, through the wooded areas. That too. Yeah. Like maybe they, they do migrate through seasonal and wherever food is abundant as they, you know, they have to move where the food is. Mm -hmm. And come up the river and they're there, you know, and like when, and if people probably paid more attention, like, during those time periods, like when the salmon run or when, you know, like um, the berries are ripe, so to say, they probably might even get a picture. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, people well, go the time of year, you know, like seems to me. Right yeah. And the snow is falling and it's like they're expecting to see a Bigfoot and I'm thinking, I don't know about any of that. <laughs> Well, I don't know about uh, about you, Shane, but I chalked this up as a positive experience. I mean, it was nothing hostile and got to see not one, but, uh, you know, possibly a family that's living in that area. And they were well, not hostile to a stranger. Well, all except for the, the peeing of the pants. Well, I mean, just think about it. You know, realistically, if we saw one Bigfoot, if we saw the baby, we would probably uh, kind of uh, freak out because we, we've never seen anything like that. I think you probably feed your pants, too. Yeah. Well, well I, go back, I, I go back as to, uh, uh, I, I guess I would call him my friend now because he and I talk quite a bit. One of our former guests, Happy from Georgia, and... Uh, his experience and how he just like, look, I just passed out and I had, I peed my pants and it's like, Holy smokes, you know, to be able to, uh, to just say that because, yeah. because first of all, yes, that, that has to be an embarrassing it's thing kind of to have happen, but to, yeah, but to say it under the circumstances, uh, I mean, I think people got to understand like, yeah, I'm sure I would too. Oh yeah, I'm just being realistic about it. Of course, I mean we uh, we're just not used to seeing uh, anything like that. No, it's not supposed to exist, you know. And when you see mm-hmm. something that's not supposed to exist, then uh, your mind takes time. It has to process it. I definitely, I definitely speaking of minds, minds and processes. I like. I definitely can tell. When I'm looking at people's pictures they post, because like, what, what do you think they'll say? And like, you're looking at it, and I can mm-hmm. tell if it's really a good, if it's a real picture or not, you know? Right. Or fake. And I'm like, I can tell, you know, now. <laughs> so it's like, well, I would say, I mean, you've, listen, you, you've had, you can have one of the better up close uh, experiences to where. You know, you could you had actual a lot of time to sit there and in detail um, check them out. Now, have you asked to come back and go back I, and? <laughs> I um, there was like a um, like I said, I was actually I had to get home to my back to my family. It was kind of just a me myself day trip to my girlfriend. Um, so I didn't get a whole lot of questions. Didn't get asked a whole lot of questions, but I did. You know, the, uh, the time I did spend. I, I, I mean, I've told you pretty much everything. I've, um, and I haven't gotten a chance to actually go back or to ask her if I can come back yet. I've got, you know, I got a whole lot. Like I said, I might have all day to do whatever I want, but I, I don't drive myself. 
unless I've got the truck, which is very seldom. So when my husband works, he goes to work, gets the truck. And so like for me to have a weekend where I can go do something like that is pretty rare, like maybe once or twice a year. So, but as soon as I get the chance, I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> mm, absolutely. Uh, listen, I, I, so, so what, so what are, so knowing, having this experience then, how is it changing the way that you're approaching uh, on your property? <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good question. I'm scared to, to go on the forest by myself. Pretty though, so hold on. I'm sorry, my dog is wanting some attention. Um, yeah, I don't really feel comfortable going um, into the forest by myself, really. It's kind of a, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure that if you surprise one, you're going to get aggression, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like any wild animal. You you come up on a wild animal, it's going to be like, rawr, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I'm yeah. not looking and at that could, that could certainly That could certainly change your uh, your perspective on, on what you're dealing with as far as uh, um, how they react to you, for sure. I mean, let's let's face it. If you went back in that garden and you and it would have stood there and roared at you, it, this experience would have been a whole lot different. Very true. Well, Sally, hey, I'm glad that you uh, I'm glad that you reached out out tonight, and uh, we got to we got to jump on here with you and, and hear the story. This is this is a great story. I yeah, know. it was fascinating. Yeah, thank you very much. And it's like I said, it's one of the few that I've heard that. Um, you know, it was so kind of laid back as far mm-hmm. as getting to like just experience it and, and take it all in. So, yeah, I would consider yourself very lucky. Yeah. Yep. Well, thank you for um, thank you for listening to my story. We appreciate it, and uh, yep. we'll definitely be in. We'll definitely be in touch because I I, I want to hear that other those other stories. That's right. They're pretty interesting, and I'd love to tell them to you. Thank you guys. Hey, Great. Good, thank you very hey, much. Yep. Have a good evening. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs>Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.